Oh boy. <laughs> what is up, guys? Welcome to a shorty. This is the Earbud Shorty. We talk about the latest albums that come out. <laughs> yes. That the, is the album that came just that out. That is the one defining feature of the shorties that, that it is an album that has come out recently. Nothing else is required, which will be seen in this uh, review of Billy Talent's new record, Crisis of Faith. Yeah, you know, it's they're not always winners, Brett. I mean, we've had plenty of albums on this podcast that we didn't really enjoy that much. And uh, I am honestly pretty disappointed by what we heard today. Yeah, man, I, it's been a while since I've listened to Billy Talent. I listened to their first couple records, uh, a couple songs mm. from other records. This is the first time... I used to like them a lot, man. They they were definitely a unique band. They had all these interesting riffs. The singer was very unique, and even if he was ear-shattering at times. At times, yeah. Uh, but they had a unique sound, and so I was excited to see how they progressed through the years. This is the first album they made since 2016. Uh, mm-hmm. So it'd be interesting to see what growth they had, and it turns out they had uh, no growth. Yeah, I feel like they like devolved a little bit from the last time I was really listening to them. I would say the last full album I listened I heard by them was Billy Talent Two, so I think that was pretty long ago. Yeah, that is. Uh, that's with Falling Leaves, right? Like Falling Leaves, Falling Leaves on the ground. ground. Yeah, and like uh, yeah. Red Flag or uh, whatever that song was called. I just remember really loving that whole record and not really listening to them since, and then this. Like, not having heard them in that long, this album felt really, like, uh, what, how do you say, like, uh, derivative. Like, this felt like everything that was on the radio, on rock radio in, like, 2006, 2007, and in almost super on-the-nose way. Yeah. Like, it felt very uninspired and very unoriginal. If you had told me that they wrote this album in the early 2000s, and they just decided to release it now i would believe you it all most all of the songs don't take like any risks it's kind of exactly what pop punk bands were doing in the 2000s yeah uh very straightforward too like not not trying to do anything different except on the opening track forgiveness which was the most standout track in not in a good way for me either. I think I think we're probably both going to choose that as one of our nugs, right? No, it, it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I I didn't really like it that much. You know, I I we listened to it. It's the longest song they've recorded. It's almost uh 7 minutes. Almost 7 minutes. It has a yeah. kind of a switch up in the middle of it. Uh it's interesting enough, but I was hoping that like oh like at the beginning of when we were listening to it i was like god i hope this isn't the most interesting thing they do on the record i hope they do other stuff that's also different and dynamic yep uh turns out you know it was it kind of met my worries and there are different tempos and songs and different moods and stuff but nothing that's it feels like it's challenging or no. interesting. Nothing in else that w- Yeah, nothing else that was bringing the sounds that they were playing on Forgiveness 1 and 2, the opening track, which is two completely different songs that they just threw together. Right. Uh and it 
the first one is really throwback Iron Maiden Judas Priest type of 80s metal sounding to me yeah with like east like kind of like an eastern sounding guitar riff too that they did all the time back then too like right and like it in an interesting type of riff you wouldn't hear from other bands and his voice lends itself well to having that 80s metal vibe it did he has that vibrato down man yeah um but the second half became like a mystery movie like spy movie type of vibe right uh with saxophone solo mixed in there and it was very weird and it reminds me of this event sevenfold song that they put out that was like super theatrical and almost like a musical theater type of song and it just did not work and i feel like this song forgiveness just didn't work for me and i think they did the song a disservice by putting it as number one because if it was just mixed in there on the record just random number six number seven somewhere in the middle it would stand out to me enough that I, it would be a welcome change to the rest of the songs right. that sound all very, very similar. But throwing this as the first track on your record sets it up to where, okay, this is what we're going to hear from Billy Talent on this album. Is this weird prog rock shit, which I would have been totally open to because they were pulling it off. And then they go, you know, everything after this is just uh, downhill. Yeah, it's it's really nothing memorable i thought the most interesting thing i heard was the intro of wolf when the drummer's doing this really quick cross stick thing that's probably the most interesting drum song on the record is the wolf yeah the drums during the bridge had a cool he had a cool like fill going there too but aside from that that the guitar solo or solos were all kind of flat and nothing and there was a weezer very feature. boring there was Rivers Cuomo <laughs> featured on a song, and he kind of contributed what... I thought his voice worked great on it. I think it worked his, well. His, yeah. Yeah, his guest vocals were my favorite part of that song. Yeah, it, it's just I wish, I don't know, they had done more with what they had. Yeah, for sure. Especially, you know, they, they had him on a verse and then he sang the last chorus along with them. Right. And the as the song played out, like, we both... Uh, started picking up that this is clearly a Weezer tribute song. Right, yeah. And so, like, they even, they're even they even quoted saying, like, dude, we should get Rivers on this one. And Rivers is like, sure, I'll sing on a song that you guys are trying to write. A, you know, you guys wrote a Weezer song. Like, I'll sing on it. And uh, and it is it is probably the best part of the song for me. But, yeah, man, there's a lot of just basic shit on this whole record. Like, I beg to differ was really kind of boring. Like when the wolf was playing, like once we actually got into the song, I, I started thinking, uh Oh, this is starting to get bad. Yeah. That's, like before it was kind of just like whatever. And then it started getting bad. I think it's the moment the MIDI strings came in is when I got real worried. I'm like, uh Oh, they're trying to do something and they're really not pulling through with it. I know what they're trying to do, but it's not working. And past that, I really couldn't get excited to hear much of the rest of the record honestly now man those midi strings or synth strings which i assume they were sounded they they really took me out of it a little bit and then the if those were real strings then that's really bad because they sounded they the production of them was was really bad and compressed and sounded fake right like it sounded a lot of it felt like uh, a really cheap way to try and make these songs sound a little bit more dramatic and and that's not to say that they didn't use synth well in other parts of this of of the album like i did like 
the synthy part in the last verse of like hang out uh, with wrong friends or hang out with the wrong friends yeah. or hanging out with the wrong people. Is that what it was? Uh, hanging out with the wrong people, I think. Hanging out with all the wrong people. Yeah. Like they had some cool synth work on that one that was actually synthesizer, like not strings. So it sounded good and it, and it fit the song and it added to it. Any other time they tried doing something else with the synthesizers, man, it took me out of the whole thing and I couldn't stand the production of it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. They, they tried to do some different stuff across the record a little bit. The last couple songs were so unnotable. I didn't even take any notes for them. I don't know what I, what notes I could have taken. Yeah. I didn't write any notes for the closing track. Um, I wrote, yeah, literally one to two sentences for each song, if anything. And it's it, it was weird to finally, like, maybe halfway through the record to realize, like, that I was bored. Like, I haven't been bored listening to a rock album in a really, really long time. Yeah. Like, that takes something special it, to be to be loud and, you know, a, like, distorted guitars, and I'm fucking bored to tears. I think we're just spoiled with the best music, man, because this isn't... It's not like a bad record. It's not like insulting, but it's just a little basic. It's it's pretty basic and a little boring. It's very basic. It's very basic. It's pretty boring. Um, I don't. It's it's. I think it's uninspired is harsh, but I do. Uninspired. It did feel uninspired. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It it was boring. It it. Uh, yeah, they didn't sound like they were having a good time at all, and. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I do so little research. I don't know the singer's name, but his uh, lyrics are just like sometimes at times like so on the nose and so cringy. Um, but at the same time, i like that he's writing songs about this type of subject matter like BLM and, you know, right. uh, anti-police yeah. and, you know, hanging out with all the wrong people is all about like hanging out with Christians and politicians and, yeah. you know, cops and people who you know, are against uh, progress progression in our society, which I totally, I love that they're writing songs about that. I hope that, you know, kids hear this and are inspired by it. Um, but, you know, it does, his lyrics were just so on the nose that it was almost like at times it hurt. It almost, it, it almost felt performative. And it, it, the right, it didn't feel genuine because it was so like, I'm just gonna, I'm saying exactly what I'm saying, man. I don't know. Uh, with that being said, I think we should move on to Narnugs. I'll go first since I kind of spoiled one of mine, uh, which yeah. is forgi- Forgiveness 1 and 2. Uh, I think it's interesting enough. It's got a cool, weird riff that you wouldn't hear from a lot of bands. It's almost math-rocky a little bit. Yeah. Um, And so that's interesting. Uh, classic Billy talent chorus, kind of 80s Judas Priest-inspired. Uh, I love the bass tone in that one part. You know, that one Dude, little break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that weird <laughs> proggy bass thing. And I love the the production of the guitars on this song, but on the whole record, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something we can nail down no matter what band these days, right? Hopefully. Yeah, for sure. Like, the, the guitars are really, like, heavily distorted, but they're jangly. And they're bright, and it adds uh, something to the music, and uh, and I liked it, and it, it stood out on this on this song specifically, like that that production that they were going for. Yeah, and then when it went to the softer second half of the song, it, you know, it's it's cool. It's nothing insane. I think it's interesting. I think it's nice that they attempted to do like a seven minute song like this. 
Uh, yeah, we love saxophones, so that's that I was mean, welcomed. That's the despite how fucking odd it was. Immediate. It, it it's such an easy win over for me, especially saxophone. Or if you get like some breathy, distorted organ, that is gonna get me every oh, time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it's fine enough. What what's your what's one of your nooks? Who doesn't love a sexy organ? Oh. Um, Mine, uh, mine jumped around a little bit because as the album was going on, I was I was kind of picking things just to like have something because I wasn't really liking any of it right. that much. Um, but then there were some songs genuinely uh, towards the middle there that I liked a lot. So the first one, uh, my first choice, Nug, is Judged. Judged, and I believe I really liked it. I believe that's one of the singles they released. Okay, yeah, um, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, they, I thought it was the most like punk rocky. On the record, the angriest sounding one. For so sure. they had me going with like that energy, you know. Yeah. Um, despite how ham fisted the theme and the and the lyrics are, right. um, I thought it was effective, albeit cheesy. I think it might be the only odd time signature on the record. If I'm yeah, it's like like it's i'm not even doing it right because i always default to like four four like seven eight or something like that it's seven eight or something uh but it's it's really punky and it's fun uh aggressive and it, it was the most of what sounded like their older stuff to me than anything else on the record too so i right. that was an easy choice nug for me my my second nug is kind of in that same vein i think it's the best Billy Talent song on the record and by that I mean mm-hmm. like the previous stuff I'd heard before uh, and it's Reckless Paradise the second song that was my that was one of my first choice nights as we were going through it I think it's it's a cool intro I love that bass tone it's very Sum 41-esque very Sum 41-esque we couldn't we couldn't get over that when we no, were listening to it no and I do love Sum 41 so maybe that's a reason why this is another nug yeah, it's like does this look infected era some 41. This this song gave me specifically. The, this song gave me the impression that this was going to be like crisis of faith, like maybe he was religious before and now he's fell, fallen off of that and he's kind of describing how he had like a line about, you know, your thoughts and prayers mean nothing, which is like a lot like the Under Oath album we just listened to. It sounds like people are struggling with their faith, man. It makes sense. It's pretty we gotta hard save times. these motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, and you know, an interesting enough riff throughout the whole thing. I think it's got a good energy. Yeah. Right. Like very again, like uh, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. Sure. Straightforward sure. pop punk music, uh, but catchy chorus. Like again, I love the the. Um, production of the guitar i think that was probably my my favorite thing on the whole record like i like the production of the guitar more than i like any of these songs <laughs> right i love the tone and i think they they pull it off really well and there's not a lot of riffs on the record and this one has a pretty decent right riff, you know for sure yeah i dig it man my my second choice nug was also like kind of just one of the more energetic and catchier uh fun songs and it was hanging out with all the wrong people hanging out with all the wrong people immediately after judged yeah it follows the trend right because judge kind of got me there like i i liked the energy a lot and it was catchy and it was really taking me out of like dude i beg to differ the wolf and reactor were like so painful for me that i started like getting in a bad mood <laughs> and so judge and hanging out with all the wrong people came up kinda and it, woke it you up. Uh, picked up it woke me up a little bit it picked up the pace it uh it was more fun. It sounded like more of their older stuff, but I think 
hanging out with all the wrong people has a nice dancey it's got a uh, vibe to it i think it. they described mm-hmm. it as a cake strokes type of vibe dude i totally hear strokes and now i totally hear cake too for sure but unfortunately i don't think they do it nearly as good or interesting as no. either of those bands no they don't um but i will say the chorus is super super catchy like hanging out with all the wrong people i was hanging out with all the wrong people like just super catchy sure. um the chorus is a nice little lick that but only only like you know guitar doesn't do much but they have a lick on this song yeah uh i like that they kind of you know, did a little turn of the phrase of like, you know, he was hanging out with all the wrong people or versus, you know, you would think it would be like, oh, all these hoodlums, like, you know, people riding skateboards and, you know, <laughs> playing loud music, you know, like hanging out in their in their driveways or whatever. And then you're just like, no, it's uh, he's talking about like politicians and like Christians and religious types. And uh, I like that turn of the phrase right. a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I like the synth that they did in the last verse. I thought the synth was like very cakey. <laughs> Super, you know, Cake uses that like Dr. Dre sound in synth right. on a lot of their songs, right. and that's what this was. And I, I could definitely hear the Cake tribute in that, and I, and I dig it. Uh, but that was really about it, man. Like, I like Reckless Parade. I like Judged, Hanging Out with All the Wrong People, and End of Me. Uh, and even then, I don't know if I'm going to listen to any of these songs ever again. No, I really... I don't know, man. I, I was definitely in the mood for a punky type of I deal. was too we man. just recorded the yes. guster episode so this was a welcome like change of pace uh yeah we wanted something faster something more lively but you know fans it just wasn't good fans <laughs> change and sometimes it's not for the better sorry philly talent nothing against yeah, it's y'all. not for yeah it's not for our taste man this is just not my my brand of rock and roll that i that i you know i'm gonna want to listen to again yeah. honestly i think i think if you're a fan of billy talent you'll like this record well enough. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't think you'll dislike it or anything. Uh, if you only listen to 2000s pop punk, I think you'll be pretty cool with it. But And if that's like all you listen to, like you haven't, you haven't listened to any My Chemical Romance albums since right. like Black Parade or whatever, and you haven't listened to any of the used since their like second record, and that's all you listen to, you might really love this. Uh, with that being said, what are you what are you gonna rate this one, bud? Uh, dude, I'm rating this, uh, honestly, like a three point two. Yeah, I was thinking around like the two point five range. Honestly, the best thing about this album is the art. Yeah, yeah, the the album art is awesome, and and it's like uh, you said that uh, it totally did the the record a did a, a disservice. Dis- disservice because the album art sets you up for this like kind of chaotic fucking crazy uh looking you know almost like a mad max dystopian vibe that you're gonna have so i expected something really fast and chaotic and kind of loud and crazy and we got just like very basic straightforward rock music you know what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah what are you gonna do um you know it, it is what it is man it you know buddy's like did y'all enjoy this record like are we being way too harsh on it you know like maybe if we'd listened to what billy talent had done up to this point you know from the last since we last were listening to them like maybe we would have been more prepared for this uh for this sound to come from them but it certainly was a surprise to me and uh not a very welcomed enjoyable one either so no it really sounds like they've never grown 
and they've in fact yeah. kind of I don't know any any regressed to be honest yeah. it sounds like regression to me it, it's almost like they were like all right let's do another one by the books yeah yeah, yeah. that's too bad man I was looking forward to something better but uh it is what it is man thanks for listening to this episode buddies let us know what you think about this um you know if we're if we're wrong hey man we're willing to to listen to to dissenting opinion. <laughs> To all and, the to uh, all the crazed Billy talent fans out there, yeah, um, let us know what you think. Uh, check us out on Instagram at ebpcast. I'm at Jean Luc Guitard. Brett is at Brett Hanrahan. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're everywhere. You can get podcasts. Like, let us know what's up, man. Give us a follow. Give us a comment. Uh, let us know what albums you want us to review because we're always looking for for good records to review. Maybe yeah. there's an older Billy talent record that we don't even you know, know about that we should check out. Uh, let us know, man. Uh, but aside from that, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> yeah. I'd rate this episode a 2.5. Yep. Yep. I would, I would rate it about <laughs> two point something, whatever. Yeah. Brett, I don't know. I guess this was good. Was this good? Eh, I don't think it was. This might've been good. <laughs> All right. Bye buddies. Bye buddies. <laughs>